street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Lucy. Okay. Is that L-U-C-Y or I? Yeah. L-U-C-Y. Very nice to meet you, Lucy. Nice to meet you too. So, uh, yeah, what belief would you like to talk about? Um, I'd like to talk about my belief in God. Okay. I'm a Christian. Cool. I believe in God. I believe that... Um, I don't believe that we were homo sapiens or all that stuff. I believe okay. God created everything mm. um, under the earth. I believe he created us. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, cool. So you want to talk about God existing? Would you, and you mentioned something there about uh, you don't believe that, that, that we evolved? Yes. Was that something that you would like to talk about? Which is to you the more interesting one? I think I would like to talk about God existing okay. right? because most people, because they cannot prove that God exists, mm. they say he doesn't exist. Okay. Of which there are so many things that we cannot prove as human beings, but they do exist. Okay. Okay. So because even though some people say, listen, um, there's no way that you can prove God exists, yeah. there, there are other things that, that we know exist that we can't prove it. That they actually do exist. So, well, well, how can people say that about God? Exactly. Okay. Um, would you like to know my position on this before we continue? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'm actually I'm a what they call an agnostic atheist. Okay. So that means I, it's not that I believe there is no God. It's just uh, I I don't believe that there is a God. If, if that makes sense. So, um, I don't. I haven't found enough reason to actually say, okay, cool, I'm now, I believe there is a God. Um, if you want to, and this is, a, this is a bit outside of what I usually do, the, the idea behind this technique is really to um, understand what the person you're talking to, where they're coming from, and ask questions to just see, how do you come to that conclusion? So, if you're willing to, uh, I can explain to you step by step what I'm doing and you can do the same to me. Okay. Would you want to give that a try? Yeah. I think it might be interesting. <laughs> I also think so. Okay, cool. Okay, so, so the first step is to just kind of get a sense uh, what what the person believes. Um, on, on God, for example, I found that people have very different interpretations. Two people might be Christians, mm -hmm. but somebody might have a completely different view of God than, than the other person. So, um, to you, what? How do you see God? What is is your interpretation of God? Okay, I see God as the supreme being. Right? Okay. Someone who is, um, can I say, someone who is the ultimate person who takes care of everything, right? So he's in charge of everything, all of us, right? He allows us to do things, but he ultimately is in charge. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's, he's, he's the su supreme being in, in our reality, our universe. Yes. He is in charge of, of everything. Yes. 
Um, what are, what's your view on other religions? Uh, do you think, yeah, what's your view on, on the, the gods of other religions? Okay, as a Christian, I believe there's only one true mm. God. So I think all the other religions, of course they have their gods, but I don't believe they're true Okay, gods. yes. Uh, the reason why I asked that is I've spoken to a couple of people who've said um, they think that everybody is actually worshipping the same God. They've just got different versions of Him. Okay, now I that's, don't think so. That's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, cool. Um, would you like to ask me a bit about... Um, why, do you, why do you not believe in God? Um, so, I, I actually, I was a very strong believer. In, in God. In, 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 in Jesus and the Christian God in my younger days. Um, I got exposed here at university. Uh, I got exposed to information that I never had before about uh, the way the Bible comes from, when it was written, how it was decided, which books would be in the Bible. And that kind of just shook me a bit because I had this idea that um, the Bible was it's the, it's the truth. It's, it's the God of the Word of God breathed. And that made me start asking questions, and uh, I couldn't find the answers that really satisfied those questions. Uh, I think also something which played a big role for me, um, I, I moved away from home, so I was out of church, I didn't go to a new church, I didn't have people, you know, pushing me up in the beliefs, I think that might have also had an impact on me uh, moving away from it eventually. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're going to stand in that position? Um, as in? As in you're going to just be, like, you're not going to let anyone convince you that... No, I think that will be very dishonest if I, if I take that approach. Um, if I, if somebody came to me and said, look at this, and those what they present to me answers those questions. I mean, I can't say, oh no, I don't want to believe this. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely open if somebody came and said, here is, is the evidence, here is what, or here is what you've been missing. You've been looking at this all wrong, Ben. This is actually what you should be seeing. And I, I, I definitely, at least I think I would be open for it. Yeah. Have you have you spoken to an atheist before, for no, interest sake? Okay. I haven't. you are the first that I've spoken to. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm glad I can be your first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, for on the God belief, what? Um, first, I'd like to get a sense of your confidence, and the reason why I ask this, mm -hmm. it also gives me a bit of insight into um, how how you view the belief, how you view reality. So, uh, I, I usually ask people to identify it on a scale of 0 to 100. Mm -hmm. So, where would you put yourself? On a scale of 0 to 100, God exists. 100. 100? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So, does 100, and it's a subjective scale, so it's mm -hmm. very difficult to say, oh, 100 means this for all people. Mm -hmm. uh, does a hundred mean to you that you cannot possibly be mistaken about this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so you're you're basically you 
done your homework, you're sure this is the I truth. I am sure. It okay. Is the truth, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, man, it's hard to do the scale on on, a, on atheism. So, I would say, mm -hmm. on the same scale, does God exist? Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm, if we're talking the Christian God specifically, I'd say I'm under one percent. I'm not at, at zero, mm -hmm. but. but under under one percent yes okay um so what convinces you to this degree of certainty okay what convinces me is i can feel the presence of the holy spirit okay so when i pray or even when someone who is unwanted when they pray or when they preach or when they sing mm -hmm. i can feel the presence of the holy spirit so that is what convinces me that God actually exists. Okay, so it's it's when you, you go through sorry, here, these religious rituals, uh, going to church, singing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it's, them rituals. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, so it, do, you, do you feel it in your everyday life as well? Yes, I do. Okay. Actually, every single day, because I pray every single day. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Is it specifically when you pray or is it? Even just maybe seeing something or talking to something and um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes I just feel the presence of God. Even just walking and I see something or someone says something. So mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you... Oh, do you want to ask me something? You're welcome to. <laughs> no, no, you can continue. Um, so, usually, I, I when I ask somebody why they believe it, they might give up a bunch of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And what I found is um, people give reasons, and, and it's not bec because they're being uh, deceitful about it, but they might not really understand what what is the actual reason why they believe this. So somebody might say, "Oh, I read the Bible." Or somebody might say, my grandma told me this. And um, if you ask them, well, uh, what I ask them is to, to ask them, if that didn't happen, do you still think you would have the belief? Okay. And it's not to, to say, okay, but this reason isn't valid. It's just to get a, a feeling of, if you didn't have that experience, do you think it would actually have made a difference? Because if it didn't, doesn't make a difference, it's probably not the reason why you have the belief. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do. Okay. So if you never experienced the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. do you think you would be at the 100%? Um, I probably would not. Okay. Right? Because there was a time in my life where I wasn't a, um, a Christian. Like I had not been saved yet. And okay that time I didn't believe in all of this mm -hmm. so, yeah. so um, at that that's very interesting to me at that point in time were you were you brought up as a Christian no, or not not really not really okay yeah. uh, when when did you when were you saved um, in 2012 2012 yeah okay six years now yeah so yeah before that I just wasn't I didn't go to church or anything mm. and then 
uh, my sister, she started going to church and then she just invited me one day. Okay. And I started going. So at first I didn't understand a lot of things, but then when I encountered the Holy Spirit for the first time, okay, that's when I actually thought this is real and yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you weren't even brought up with this belief. Your, no. your sister, she started going to church, she, she brought you along and yes. it's only when you going to church when you encountered the Holy Spirit that you really could say this is making sense. Yes. That when you got the, you encountered the Holy Spirit did you jump up to the 100% immediately or was it still it I'm not still, sure what this is. Yes, okay. Um, it was just the beginning so I didn't really understand then but um, yeah God kind of he grooms you right? mm. so obviously by then I was still like a baby baby and then he's still teaching me Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Cool. You want to ask me a bit about my belief? Um, I don't know what to ask you. So yeah, you so say you don't believe. Yeah, it's difficult. Let me say. I can switch it okay, around. Let me ask you this. Okay. If you could feel the presence of God, would you believe? Uh, I don't think so, because mm -hmm. the first question I'd ask myself is this what is this yes um it would be very different but it's it's um it's something that is not it's outside the normal you mm. would know that this is not something okay i don't know how to explain it. it's not something that just happens yeah it's you can feel it that this is something supreme mm. and it can only be god i had experience when i was younger where uh, I saw ghosts okay? okay I was very creepy I was like primary school and uh, I'd go out of my room in the middle of the night and I'd look down the hall and I'd see there's somebody standing there waving at me and I was freaking terrified and uh, that convinced me ghosts exist but okay. thinking back on it uh, I know I was and at that time, I, I was terrified. I could feel this presence. It was scary. I, I didn't know how to make sense of it. I was just, I didn't scared out of my mind. Couldn't sleep, that type of stuff. And thinking back on it, mm -hmm. I realized that right before I, I had those experiences, my dad told me this ghost story about his, his mother. Mm -hmm. And that got me interested in ghosts. And then I would go to the library and I'd get all of these little ghost books and now you've got this, this nine-year-old and he's reading ghost stories day in, day out. Uh, and I was, I really liked, you know, um, imagining things or reading books, you know, that type of stuff. So I had a very active imagination. So the question I, I asked myself as an adult is, what's more likely? Did I actually see a ghost? Or was this, even though this experience was so, so real, was was is it possible that my mind was playing a trick on me i'm not saying that's the case here but mm -hmm. the, the question i need to ask myself is um do i have good reason to come to to say okay i saw this therefore it has to be this thing if you i think it depends right you only saw it one time i know it was a 
bunch of times. I even I even heard it. How many times? Uh, yo, probably for a year, at least once a week. Okay, but that's that's so, all. Uh, it's not 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 nothing to the degree of, of of what you're going through on on a yeah, daily basis. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I would say if maybe you were still seeing them now, mm. maybe they do exist. I don't know. Yeah. But if, then you only saw it for a period of one year. Yes. Yeah. And I think you're right. If if I was still having the experiences, I would have it would be much more difficult for me to say, no, that's just my imagination. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. have to worry about them. So on this this, this experience of the Holy Spirit that that, that you have, mm -hmm. how did you conclude that mm -hmm. it is actually the Holy Spirit causing the experience? Um, that is a very difficult question to to answer um, because I guess it goes to the Bible right mm. uh, God exists in three parts right God the okay. Father the Son and the Holy Spirit right? so in his word like he explains that he builds us up right through the Holy Spirit mm. so when I started reading my Bible and praying and started feeling this presence when I pray I concluded that that's the Holy Spirit of okay God. okay so so it's the reading the Bible with the prayer so and it's you're you're having the um, the experience mm -hmm. after the fact so that the fact that you read the Bible it, it makes these predictions you pray and then it happens. happens that got you to okay this is the cause so yes. okay um, there's something called the outsider test for faith okay mm -hmm. the idea there being that um, when we look at, at, at something and it's, it's more related to faith when somebody says they believe something based on faith um, the outsider test for faith says okay but can is it very specific to this uh, belief that you have or can we use it for other beliefs as well so a typical use of the outsider test for faith would be if somebody says they've got faith that the Bible is true mm -hmm. you you ask but can a Muslim have faith that the Quran is true mm -hmm. and if that if the Muslim can use it to get to a completely different conclusion how reliable do you think that is as a method mm -hmm. so it's it's a it's a bit weird and, and it absolutely depends on, on you if, if you find that convincing but um, I'm going to give it a try and you can tell me what you think about it mm -hmm. so if you were to find out that people from other religions who don't believe in, in the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. also have these experiences um, would that change your confidence in the belief um, no okay it won't change my confidence in God, yeah. Would what what do you think about that? I'm not saying that this is the case that there are people having exactly the same experience as you in other religions, but what would you think about that if you were to find that out and it was convincing to you? If it was convincing, I still would would stand by what I know. Mm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So even though they might also be having the same experience 
you'll still feel justified in concluding my experience is caused by the, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. See there, um, that would to me, and it might, it might be just the way that, that we view the world might be fundamentally different. But um, if I found out that, in the case of ghosts, if I found out that um, people of epilepsy mm -hmm. also have these hallucinations and that actually a doctor, and I've read about this, can stimulate a certain part of the brain and cause people to have that sensation and, and see these apparitions. That'll definitely make me go, wow, okay, maybe, maybe I've, uh, that's what's happening to me because my dad is epileptic. So it, it would give me, it wouldn't necessarily mean I immediately say, this is definitely the explanation for what I, what I saw, but it would make me wonder, isn't it possible that that might be an explanation? So, and the, and the reason why I, that outside of test for faith is a, is a, a nice question which I like to go to is, if people from, if a Muslim has that experience of, of, a, of Allah being inside him, uh, making him feel this joy when he prays, it's, would you agree that it can't be the Holy Spirit? That's making him feel that. Um, yeah, it can't be because yeah, mm. we're just different in our beliefs. Yeah. So I wouldn't know what that is. Hmm. But wouldn't that make you question what you're feeling? If it wouldn't that make you think that maybe there's something else? You you call it the Holy Spirit. He calls it the experience of Allah or something else. I don't know exactly what they call it. Okay, why why wouldn't that? Because um, our beliefs are very different. Mm. I know that, of course, a lot of people want to compare Christianity and and, and that's actually not not at all what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. uh, so the the dogma almost, or not the dogma, the um, the teachings of the religion doesn't matter so much. What I'm really interested in is you're using a method. Mm -hmm. this experience that you're having to conclude that the Christian God exists. Mm -hmm. He's using, he might be, a, a Muslim might be using the same method, mm -hmm. the experience of Allah to conclude that Allah exists. Mm -hmm. If I'm standing and I, I'm this guy on the outside trying to figure out if the, but either of you were right, I would also want to believe that because I, I would like to believe true things. But if I can't tell the difference, how can I figure out which one is right? That's the thing about the faith and religion. Sometimes there are some things that you just cannot, that are difficult to mm. explain. Like, yeah. Okay. So I would, I don't know, if a Muslim is using the same method, they would probably be justified mm. in believing whatever they believe in. Yeah. I can understand that. Yes. I, no, no, I'm, I'm completely on the same page with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you, would you, would you want that Muslim to look a bit deeper into it? Um, into the faith? Mm. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Last question. Mm -hmm. So this comes back to the scale. Um, if the Muslim was 100% convinced 
-hmm. But that experience justifies them to 100% that their God exists. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that mean they're, they're done asking questions? Yeah, definitely. It means okay. that. Um, in that sense, wouldn't they benefit from maybe dropping that 1%? Um, if they're Muslim, it would definitely help them. <laughs> <laughs> not if they're Christian. No, not if they're Christian. But okay. Yeah, okay, cool. If they're Muslim, it would definitely benefit them yeah. if they drop it. Okay. Cool. Uh, anything? Last question you would like to ask me, Lucy? Uh, I don't know. What What do you believe? Like, do you, have you have this helped you? Like, increase your percentage a little bit? Um, honestly, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, I think it's something which I, I've I've been wondering about a bit, to be honest, lately. Um, because it seems to me a lot of people it's that experience of God which really convinces them and I can't really put my finger on an experience that I had where I said here I experienced God while I was a believer okay what if let's say you do experience mm -hmm. let's say now you start feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit or something um, yeah you start feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit, would that change like your views on Christianity? Yes. It wouldn't uh, take me to, I don't think I'd even go above 50% yet. Mm -hmm. I've, and maybe that's that's my personality, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm an engineer by trade. <laughs> I would want to, to test it a bit first. So um, if I, let's say I have that experience like, wow, I don't know what's what causing this. this. Yeah. Um, I would maybe go to a couple of different churches, see where do I f feel it the strongest. And if I say, okay, this church definitely the one which which uh, gives me the strongest feeling, then I would take whatever um, teachings I have and and explore that and see if it makes sense. And as as I build up on that, based on on what the outcome would be, I, I think I would go up or down uh, in confidence. So you would want that. Proof of yeah. I wouldn't say proof. Um, I think we all we all work on a incomplete information. If, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. In most most cases of our life. I mean. But that's where faith comes into play. Okay. Because you you don't know everything, so you're going to have to have faith mm. in some of the things you don't know. What is what is faith? Uh, your definition of faith. My definition is the Bible's definition. <laughs> okay. So the substance yes. of things unseen. Yes. The substance okay. of things hoped for, the evidence of things. Okay. Not okay. Seen. Sorry. I'll... Yeah. Cool. So and it actually makes sense. Like mm. you cannot see this thing, but you ex you you feel like it exists, but okay. you cannot see or touch it. Yeah. Does faith, in any way? Factor into your hundred percent. Is faith that it does? Okay. Yeah. How does it? How does that that factor in? What do you mean? Um. So, I I don't want to assume too much I, because I, I found that people have different ways that they view faith. So, mm -hmm. um, some some Christian preachers would, for example, say, faith 
is just trust in evidence okay um, my personal view of faith I, I don't see people using that it like that as just trust in evidence because if the question I asked then if you had evidence why would you need faith do you think that's fair no. no okay okay I believe that faith it's just believing mm. even though like there is no proof that that thing exists or it's there so okay. you just believe that it exists but then you don't have any proof or something that you can hold on to mm. Um, and you need to super correct me if I'm wrong in, in what I'm saying now. I'm going to ask you about, about your experience. In your experience, you, you've got this experience of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, but you, let's say, and you correct me if I'm wrong, it's not like this Holy Spirit is screaming in your ears, mm -hmm. uh, I am the God of the Bible, everything the Bible says is true. Mm -hmm. Right? It's It's... Uh, it's not it's more subtle than that. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Okay. And I think if I understand you correctly, yeah. Okay. Are you using faith? And I'm very specifically using the word using. So are, is faith a method for you to say, I have this experience mm -hmm. and using faith, I can use this experience to go from Oh, this is just experience to this is the Holy Spirit that residing in me. Um, I use faith. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, faith being the, the what was the, the quote? Substance of things hoped for. Substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Can't somebody use faith to conclude anything is true well they can okay yeah. because faith doesn't just um i don't think it's restricted to religion mm. it can be you can believe in anything you can believe that 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 girl that just walked past really <laughs> likes me <laughs> and that might motivate yeah. you to act in a certain way and and, yeah. and be more confident yeah, and, yeah. yeah. okay so, that makes yeah. sense faith can wouldn't that be uh, something more akin to to hope? Um, yeah, but they're two different things, though. Okay. Yeah, because we have hope and then we have faith. Hmm. If we can use faith to conclude anything is true, mm -hmm. isn't faith a bad way of finding truth? It depends with what you believe truth is. Mm. Yeah. What do you think truth is? Um, I believe God is the truth. Okay. I know that might not sound mm. um, like it makes sense to you, but to me... No, no, I, I can definitely put myself in your shoes and understand that. Uh, from, from my side, truth, I usually define truth as that which comports to reality. So, if, if God were true, that would mean God exists in our reality and His Bible is His Word, etc. 
Uh, do you also use truth in that sense? Like I said, I believe God is the truth. Okay. So everything that has to do with God, mm. that's what I believe is the truth. Okay. I mean, he even says in his word, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, if, and I'm not saying this is the case, obviously I think it's the case, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, if the God didn't exist, right, mm -hmm. would you want to find that out? Um, the thing is, I'm not in a position where, what can I say? I'm not in a position where I believe he doesn't exist. Mm. So I don't think, okay, maybe if I didn't believe that he, there was a God. Well, let I me, let me maybe give you an example. Yeah. Um, I'm married mm -hmm. and I'm very, very happy, mm -hmm. beautiful wife. Um, she, I, I think she's also very happy. I hope so. And I am, I am, as confident as I can be that my wife loves me mm -hmm. okay and it's really core to my life mm -hmm. but if my wife didn't love me even though I am pretty much as certain my wife loves me as I'm, I am of anything else mm -hmm. I would want to know about it yeah okay so if we take that as example would you say the same goes for for your belief in the existence of God or would you say that at this point in time this belief is working so well for you for whatever reason that you wouldn't even want to find out if it might not be I true. I really would not even want to find out because I am so convinced and mm. convicted that it's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Cool. Uh, any any last questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah. Okay. I think I've exhausted all my questions. <laughs> If you do think of any more questions, um, oh shit, you're welcome to drop me an email. And this was really cool. I really appreciate your patience and, and spending so much time with me. It was very fun. What do you think about the conversation? Um, I think that's an interesting one. Okay. <laughs> I did not expect all the questions, but yeah, I think it's an interesting mm. um, conversation. Did you, did you at any point feel um, attacked or that this is a negative conversation which you shouldn't be having? Um, not really. Okay. Not really, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, I'm very glad. Um, so this, this thing I'm doing is called Street Epistemology. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm doing it is I think it's, it's useful to have these types of conversations. You know, if, if I'm sitting there at my house and I... I I just expose myself to other people who think like me. Mm -hmm. I might never find out what the truth is. I might convince myself this is what the truth is. So that's the one part. I like coming out, speaking to people, hearing different perspectives. Oh, okay. And I, th I think it's good to um, not challenge. Challenge is a strong word, but, mm -hmm. you know, just... To make people think about yes. what they believe in. Yes. And, and the videos themselves, I think it's a... It provides an example for other people who, who might be used to more uh, aggressive yeah, confrontational exactly. approach. Because most of the times it becomes, yeah, yeah, it becomes unbearable because it feels like the, the person is attacking you for mm. what you believe in. And then it's you're not going to have a, a fruitful conversation. Exactly, that's true. Awesome. 
Cool, Lucy. And uh, have a nice day. And again, thank you so much for your time. All right, you're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.